Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Lord, thank you for waking us up this morning. Scripture says that you laid us to bed and you are the one that causes us to rise up again. So we thank you this morning. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of your mercies. We thank you for the grace, O oh God, to be able to come into your presence. Lord, for the grace to be able to sing praises to you, to be able to worship your holy and wonderful name. Jehovah be glorified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. We worship you this morning because you are King of kings and Lord of lords. You are ancient of days, Lord. You are the one who is faithful, righteous. We worship you this morning, Father, just for who you are. We worship you as Jehovah Shammah. We worship you as Jehovah Jireh. We worship you as Jehovah Roy, the Lord our shepherd. We worship you. Father, be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we come this morning, we ask, Lord, speak to us once again. We ask, Father, give us understanding in your word. Let your name alone be glorified. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eye Nike. We continue our reading of the book of Zechariah. Today we will be completing the book of Zechariah. Very interesting book. Like I said, Zechariah is also classed among what we call the apocalyptic book. Zechariah saw and spoke about Jesus, spoke specifically about Jesus, spoke about the end time, some of the things that will happen, and I'm telling you, very interesting. We've read the first 11 chapters, so today we'll take chapters 12, 13, and, and 14, and that will be that for the book of Zechariah. In chapter 12, Zechariah prophesies about the future the future deliverance of jerusalem okay so we'll see what that is about also in 13 he prophesies about a fountain a fountain of cleansing and i'm telling you the only person that could have he could have been referring to obviously would have been jesus okay so he speaks about this fountain that uh, brings cleansing We'll see what to learn from there. And then finally in chapter 14, uh, we see he prophesies about that the Lord will rule on earth, which we know that that is what will happen at the second coming of Jesus. All right. So please get your Bibles. Let's read. Let's read together this morning. Zechariah, the book of Zechariah. Hallelujah. Chapter 12, future deliverance for Jerusalem. Since this message concerning the fate of Israel came from the Lord, 
This message is from the Lord, who stretched out the heavens, laid the foundations of the earth, and formed the human spirit. Did you hear that? God is the one who stretched out the heavens, he laid the foundations of the earth, and formed the human spirit. It says, verse 2, that I will make Jerusalem like an intoxicating drink that makes uh, the nearby nations stagger when they send their armies uh, to besiege Jerusalem and Judah. So we know that there's going to be a battle where Jerusalem and Judah, okay, if you want to put it at that, or the nation of Israel will be, you know, will like be encircled or all the nations of the earth will gather together yes we read about it it's called the valley of jehoshaphat at, at the valley of joseph jehoshaphat it's called the war of amagedon some some call it that okay but yes so zachariah himself prophesies about that day too he says on that day i will make jerusalem an immovable rock verse three. Oh, let's take let's take a little part of verse 2 back again verse 2 again it says i will make jerusalem like an intoxicating drink that makes the nearby nations stagger when they send their armies to besiege, besiege jerusalem and judah since on that day i will make jerusalem an immovable rock all the nations will gather against it uh, to try to move it but they will only hurt themselves so at the, at the valley, okay, or the valley of Jehoshaphat, the battle of Armageddon, okay, it will be Israel, in a sense, fighting on the behalf of God. The church will be gone, and Israel will be left to be the only one to stand and sin and co- literally confront the devil and fight the army of Satan. And I'm telling you, uh, it, will, it will be a great battle. But God says and promises here that they will not be able to overcome the nation of Israel. If you read the book of of or the book of Revelation, God said that he, he would He would keep them, He would hide them, literally. He says they will they will add they will only hurt themselves. Talking about the nations that come against them, He says on that day, says the Lord, I will cause every horse to panic. And every rider to lose their to lose his nerve. I will watch over the people of Judah, but I will blind all the horses of their enemies. And the clan of Judah will say it to themselves, the, pe- the people of Jerusalem have found strength. They have found strength in the Lord of Ev- Lord of Heaven's armies, their God. Says on that day, I will make the clans of Judah like a flame that sets. A wood pile ablaze, or like a burning torch among sheaves of grain, they will burn up all the neighboring nations right and left, while the people living in Jerusalem remain secure. Since the Lord will give victory uh, to the rest of Judah first before Jerusalem, so that the people of Jerusalem and the royal line of David would not have greater honor than the rest than the rest of judah since on that day uh, the lord will defend the people of jerusalem the weakest among them will be as mighty as king david (laughs) and the royal descendants will be like god 
like the angel of the Lord who goes before them. Okay, so these are just prophecies about the end time. It says, For on that day I will begin to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. Since then I will pour out a spirit of grace and prayer on the family of David and on the people of Jerusalem. Uh, they will look on me whom they have pierced and mourn for him as for an only son. They will grieve bitterly for him as for a firstborn son who has, uh, who has died. And I'm telling you, uh, when Jesus will come for a second time, when the rapture happens and Israel will eventually wake up, yes, wake up and realize that, wow, what the in quotes the christians have been saying all this while is the truth is the truth we missed our desire they will they will they will literally look on him it says they will look on him whom they have pierced yes they rejected the messiah I'm telling you zachariah prophesies okay prophesies and we know that all of this will happen they will look on him whom they've pierced and mourn for him as for an holy son they will grieve bitterly for him as for a firstborn son who has died this is the sorrow and mourning in jerusalem on that day will be like the great mourning for adad rimon in the valley of megiddo and i'm telling you how do you think just think how do you think the nation of israel will feel to eventually realize that all the lambs that they continue to sacrifice was all in vain the only lamb that can take away the sins of the world came and they rejected him hmm it will be it will be it will be great sorrows but eventually okay uh, the nation literally turns to god together yes the whole nation of israel turns to god together and they will be a mighty deliverer for the entire world verse 12 says all israel will mourn each clan by itself and with the husbands uh, separate from their wives the clan of david will mourn alone as as will the clan of nathan the clan of levi and the clan of shimei each of the surviving clans from judah will mourn separately and with the husbands separate from their wives yes it will be a day of great reckoning for the nation of israel but i'm telling you they will be able to bring a mighty deliverance on the old earth the bible talks about those who were saved during that time they were like a sea of people billions of people yes israel will be able to save uh, bring people to the saving knowledge of god all right let's move on to zacharias 13 this one is about a fountain of cleansing it says on that day a fountain will be opened for the dynasty of david and for the people of jerusalem a fountain to cleanse them from, from all their sins and impurities there's only one fountain eh, that can cleanse men from their sins it is uh, jesus says on that day says the lord of heaven's armies I will erase idol worship throughout the land so that even the names of the idols will be forgotten. So I will remove from the land both the first prophet and the spirit of impurity that came with them. If anyone continues to prophesy, his own father and mother will tell him, you must die for you have prophesied lies in the name of the Lord. I'm telling you, on that day, eh? Hmm. 
Israel will know. Remember that they were the one that were given the oracles. They were the one that originally were given the word, not the church. Okay, so everything that we have been quoting, everything that we, be, we have been preaching about will then dawn on them. And I'm telling you, okay, uh, you would not be able to uh, be a false prophet around them. They have the word. They know the word. Right now, they have the Logos. They just don't have the Spirit. Uh, when the time that time comes, they will have both the Logos and the Spirit. They will comprehend the Word of God. And so nobody will be able to deceive them. It says a father or parents will say that you must die for you have prophesied lies in the name of the Lord. And as he prophesies, his own father and mother will stab him. See, on that day, people will be ashamed to claim the prophetic gifts. No one will pretend to be a prophet by wearing prophet's clothes. He will say, I'm, I'm, I'm no prophet, I'm a farmer. I began working for, <laughs> for a farmer as a boy. And if someone asks, then what about those wounds on your chest? He will say, I was wounded at my friend's house. Wow. Alright, so verse 7 says, Awake, O sword, against my shepherd. This is about scattering of the sheep. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, the man who is my partner, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Strike down the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered, and I will turn against the lamb. Okay? So it looks here as if God was the one speaking. Uh, but yes, he was prophesying about Jesus because Jesus comes and tells us in the book of John that he is the good shepherd. And Jesus you know, uh, said this when on the night when Judas came to betray him, he told the disciples that strike down the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. And that was what happened to, to the disciples. So yes, this is prophesying. I'm talking about the life of the Messiah. Say, strike down the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered, and I will turn against against the lamb. Two third of the people in the land will be cut off and die, says the Lord. But one third will be left in the land. Be left in the land. I will bring that group through the fire and make them pure. I will refine them like silver and purify them like gold. They will call on my name. And I will answer them. I will say, these are my people. And they will say, the Lord is our God. Okay? In my mind, this is still talking about when the rapture happens. The Bible says that during that period, people will want to die. They will not be able to find death. Those who will be saved will literally, as it were, pass through the fire. Because they will literally have to achieve salvation by trusting in God without the Holy Spirit being there. It will not be an easy thing, I'm telling you. But for us, the church, uh, we would have been gone. We would have gone with the rapture. I am praying for you again this morning. You will not miss the rapture in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, after the events of the rapture and everything, Jesus comes back again then uh, the Lord will rule the earth. So let's read Zechariah chapter 14 and we'll end it here today. It says, Watch for the day of the Lord is coming when your possessions will be plundered right in front of you. I will gather all the nations to fight against Jerusalem. 
the city will be taken, the houses looted, and the women raped. Half the population will be taken into captivity, and the rest will be left among the ruins, the ruins of the city. Since then, the Lord will go out to fight against those nations, as He has fought in times past. Since on that day His feet will stand on on the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, and the Mount of Olives will split apart, making a wide valley running from east to west. Half the mountain will move towards the north and half towards the south. You will flee through this valley, for it will reach across to Azal. Yes, you will flee as you did from the earthquake in the days of King Uzziah of Judah. Then the Lord my God will come and all his holy ones with him. You see, it is still talking about the day when jesus will come back the second coming of jesus you know the bible talks about during that time okay so during the valley of megiddo they will not be able to overcome the nation of israel but that does not mean that it will not be a very turbulent time for israel it will be a very very terrible time in that the whole world is gathered against them the antichrist will be there ruling over everything trying to put israel under but the bible says there that god will will give will put give israel wings to fly into the wilderness that's how the book of revelation puts it it says the dragon will open his mouth and we want to we want to devour devour her but god will will hide her okay and i think that is what is described here when it says and the mount of olive will split apart making a wide valley running from east to west half the mountain will move towards the north and half towards the south he says you will flee through this mountain for it will reach across to azal so people say that during this period god will in his own way find a way to hide israel yes there will be a huge number of people who will be saved from the nation of israel he will find a way to hide them even in the thick of everything when all the nations of the world you know are gathered against them he says yes you will flee as you did from the earthquake in the days of king Uzziah of judah says then then so during that period during that period so again i tell people go back and listen to all the messages we preach or the the podcast we did uh, when we did the book of revelations during that period the lord jesus will return again i'm telling you for these prophets to have been prophesying this clearly predicting the things that were going to happen it could only have been god these events are certain to happen and that is why our prayer this morning will be lord help me not to miss the rapture help me not to miss the rapture help me to keep my garment pure help me to keep my relationship with you help me to live ready these events are certain to happen yes the lord himself will return will return with the voice of the archangel he will return with the trumpet when the trumpet shall sound the lord himself will come he says then the lord my god will come and all his holy ones with him the bible says we will come in the clouds 
uh, the book of First Thessalonians describes that day. It's it's a beautiful day. I'm telling you, I pray for you again. You will not miss the rapture in the mighty name of Jesus. It says on that day, the sources of light will no longer shine, yet uh, there will be continuous day. Only the Lord knows how this could happen. There will be no normal day and night, for at even time it will still be light. On that day, a life-giving waters will flow out from Jerusalem, half towards the Dead Sea and half towards the Mediterranean, flowing continuously in both summer and winter. Okay, in my opinion, describing the things, you know, that it will, how it will be like when Jesus comes again. It says flowing continuously in both summer and winter. It says, and the Lord will be king over all the earth. On that day, there will be one Lord. His name alone will be worshipped. Because when Jesus is coming back, okay, what is written on his thigh is king of kings, okay? So he will come not as the gentle um messiah no he will be coming to conquer he would put the devil in his place he will bind the dragon and cast the dragon into the lake of fire okay and that is where the dragon the beast you know and the beast will be he says and the lord will be king over all the earth on that day there will be one lord his name alone will be worshipped says all the land from geba north of judah to rimon south of jerusalem will become one vast plain but jerusalem will be raised up in its original place and will be inhabited all the way from from the benjamin gate over to the site of the hold gate then to the corner gate and from the tower of ananel to the king's winepress and jerusalem will be filled as safe at last never again to be caused and destroyed Okay, so if you read the book of Revelation, it talks about uh, the heavenly Jerusalem, which is what I think Zechariah is saying. 12 says, And the Lord will send a plague on all the nations that fought against Jerusalem. Their people will become like walking corpse, their flesh rotting away, their eyes will rot in their sockets, and their tongues will rot in their mouth. Since on that day they will be terrified, stricken by the Lord with great panic. They will fight their neighbor that the neighbors hand to hand judah too will be fighting at jerusalem the wealth of all the neighboring nations will be captured great quantities of gold and silver and fine clothing at this same plague will strike the horses mule camels donkeys and all the other animals in the enemy's camp i'm telling you it's a day unlike anyone has ever seen before it's a remarkable day is the day of judgment since in the end the enemies of jerusalem who survived the plague we go up to jerusalem each year to worship the king the lord of heaven's armies and to celebrate the festivals of shelters it says any nation in the world that refuses to come to jerusalem to worship the king the lord of heaven's armies will have no reign 
18 says that if the people of Egypt refuse to attend the festival, the Lord will punish them. With the same plague that is sent on the other nations who refuse to go, Egypt and the other nations will all be punished if they don't go to celebrate the festival of shelters. Since on that day, even the, even the earnest bells of the horses will be inscribed with these words, Holy to the Lord, and the cooking pots in the temple of the Lord will be as sacred as the basins used beside the altar. In fact, every cooking pot in Jerusalem and Judah will be holy to the Lord of heaven's armies. All who come to worship will be free to use any of these pots uh, to boil their sacrifices. And on that day, there will no longer be traders in the temple of the Lord of heaven's armies. Amen. All right. So quite amazing. All the things that Zachariah is saying is literally seeing the events of the second coming of jesus he is seeing the heavenly jerusalem and everything that would take place after jesus comes back again and then for a millennia jesus will rule and satan will be bound and then satan will be let loose again on the earth and then there will be that great battle i'm telling you he sees all of these things and my question to someone listening in this morning how can you not believe how can you still think that these things are they are stories they are stories no they are stories this day is real the day is coming we call it the day of the lord when the lord himself will descend from heaven with a great shout with the voice of the archangels just read matthew chapter 24 and read about jesus predicting the events that will that will precede the coming of this time jesus calls it the bed pain the bed pangs okay of of these times it will be a time of war a time of famine just look at our words today and you will know that all, every words of Jesus have come to pass. So how can you still say this morning that no, they are just, it's not real. It's not, it is real. And I must call you this morning. I must call you to a time of repentance, to return to the Lord. Today is the day to return to the Lord. For those of us who are born again already, uh, my, my charge to you this morning is don't miss that day. The Lord will come. He told us he will come like a thief in the night. Yes, he will come on and many of us will be unprepared. I'm praying for you. You will not be unprepared in the mighty name of Jesus. That day will not catch you unawares. So I want you to just begin to pray this morning. Lord, help me to live ready. Help me to live ready in the name of Jesus. Father, help me to keep myself for you. Help me to live each day to glorify your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, the Bible says that you are coming for a glorious church, a church without spot or wrinkles. Father, I am praying this morning that you will make me such a church in the name of Jesus, that my life will be without wrinkles. It will be without spots. Lord, it will be holy and it will glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. If you don't know Jesus this morning, I want you to declare with me, Jesus, I give you my life. Jesus, I give you my life. 
Lord, make me your own from today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. Father, we say thank you for everyone calling on your name this morning. Lord, hear them. Answer them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as this day comes upon us, we ask, Father, help us. Help us to live for you. Help us to glorify you by the way we live in the world. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.